don't spend time creating your program alone. Create mm-hmm. it with your community, create it with your audience, um, ask for feedback along the way, show them what you're doing. They will get excited and then they will want to be part of it. They will want to support you. So don't feel like you have to have it figured out done before you can talk about it. I think that's like such a big mistake. Welcome to the coffee with Courtney podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Marie, web designer and CEO of Courtney Marie and co. After building a multiple six-figure design agency, I wanted to create a podcast to share everything I've learned and am still learning to help you grow your business. Each week, you'll hear from me and other experts, share tips on branding, marketing, business, and so much more. So if you're ready to learn how to run a successful business and stand out online, grab your cup of coffee and let's dive in. Hey, welcome back. So today we have with us Sarah Hegstrom, a health coach and business success coach. She's devoted to growing other health coaches' businesses, and her mission is to make the world a healthier and happier place. Um, So in this episode, we talked all things how to set yourself up for a successful launch. We talked about, you know, the length of a launch, in general, how long it should be, the different steps of a launch, um, the pros and cons of running a launch-based business model. Uh, So I'm super excited for you to dive in and let's get into the episode. Okay. So what does a, why don't you tell us a little bit like what is a launch-based business model? Yeah. So I think about launching in a few different ways. So for our clients at the Coach and Grow Co, they are new health and wellness coaches and they are just getting started with their business. They are um, working on scaling. Like what we do is help them rapidly scale to five figure months. And so for us, the main thing is helping them create a one-on-one program. So helping them create like a signature one-on-one program and that can then be scaled to either a group program or a course. Mm-hmm. Um, because what I found being a health coach, like that's how I got started was it's really hard. And this is kind of controversial. Not everybody agrees. It's really hard to create a course if you've never worked with people one-on-one mm-hmm. and yeah. get them results in the health and wellness space. It's so much easier to work with somebody one-on-one, learn what keep keeps coming up in terms of um, questions, problems, and then really perfect your method in terms of helping them get that transformation. And so when I say uh, a launch-based model, when it comes to this beginner health coach or any kind of coach, it's really creating the program, creating the community. And then once those two, it's like, I'm clear on my program. I'm clear on, I have a community of people who want what I sell. Then it's like, okay, here we go. I'm opening up, you know, X number of spots for this Mm -hmm. amount of time. And I'm going through, um, a launch plan. We can talk about, you know, what that can look like. I'm going through a launch plan to then fill those spots. And so it's, it is kind of like this organic version of, um, selling, I would say. Yeah. And I'm glad you touched on that, um, like high ticket one-on-one coaching before creating a course that, you know, we see a lot of potential clients come to us 
who just started a business and they created this course and they want to do Facebook ads. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like you're not ready yet. You're going to flop. It's, I'm sorry, but it's going to flop. Um, you know, a lot of your first launches and we can talk about that too, but most first launches flop, which is a good thing because you get to do it again. Yeah. 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 I, I always think about it as, and I know like people hate hearing this, but it's a learning experience Mm -hmm. at like the more experience you have, the more successful you'll be. And honestly, I don't trust an entrepreneur who has never had a failed launch or a flop launch or something that hasn't went wrong because how are they going to help me when something goes wrong in Mm, my business? You know, I I just feel like there are some people who they've had nothing but success. And I think that those are unicorns. And I think that we shouldn't model like our business after that. You know what I mean? When you don't know their background. So maybe they came from a working with a startup company or a marketing background and they've taken everything from corporate and they just started right out of the gate. That's usually what it is. Yeah. 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 I love that. Um, so, so yeah, I feel like, with, um, everybody like thinks Facebook ads are so great. And when I first got started health coaching, I went that route too. I created, um, a course, a $27 course, and I paid Facebook. I think we ended up paying them about $5,000. They happily took our money and, and yeah. Right. And it didn't, it didn't work. It was a total flop. And it's because, you know, when, Courtney was on my podcast. We just did like a swap, but we were talking about um, how when you are just getting started, like you, there's just so much stuff that you don't know. And building that relationship was the thing that I wasn't doing. I was mm-hmm. creating this course behind the scenes. I hadn't worked with people one-on-one. So I thought I knew what they wanted, but what I was creating wasn't actually what they wanted. Like I went down the you, you need healthy habits. Like that's where it's you at. You need that's this. How, yeah. And they're but like, they're, but they're I don't want saying, it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want that. And so, yeah, I think that, um, really the way to go and it, it's just so beneficial in in so many ways, like if you are wanting to, um, hit higher ticket months, you're wanting to leave your job and you're just getting started and you want it to be easy selling one-on-one coaching at the beginning it's, it really is the easiest way to it go is. in my opinion. And you can charge a lot more than a $20, $30 course or membership. You need less people. High ticket coaching is where it's at. Yeah. But not for long. Like I didn't enjoy the high ticket coaching. You know, I did it, learned it. I was like, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and I think going into it with that mentality of this is, this isn't forever. Cause a lot of coaches come to me and they're like, I want passive income. I want to live this lifestyle. Does. Right. Uh, but what a lot of people don't realize is it's not completely passive. Yeah. And <laughs> you're you going to be like, you can't skip step one. A lot of people, yeah. you, they get into entrepreneurship and you know, I did this too. Like I want to make money now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh my God, this has taken me. I think in total counting the dabbling years, maybe five years before it like, or four ish years before it like finally everything just clicked. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it took, that was about the same for us. It probably took me about four years before I was making $10,000 a month with my health coaching business. Yeah. Yeah. Everything just has to align perfectly. Um, so when you talk about launching, 
the traditional launching that um, like coaching programs that when I was a fitness coach that were going around was, you know, you launch about every three months, um, you open a program and then you close it down and then you launch again, you close it, kind of creates that urgency. And then there was other um, coaches, I was doing this model where you're consistently selling. Mm-hmm. What are the pros and cons of launching mm-hmm. or doing a launch-based business? Yeah. The, okay. So lots to unpack there. So the on like the ongoing selling, I like that a lot because it provides um, constant income. And if you're not able to hit the numbers with your launch, like maybe you have a smaller audience than if you do like the the launch and then close it for a while and then reopen, what happens is you can go many months with no income, mm-hmm. right? You can have a big influx of income and then no income. And maybe it's not even big. Maybe it's not even enough. Um, so the ongoing sales method, I do like that in terms of um, the smaller audience size. Um, however, that can lead to burnout. So it's, it's it's really just kind of like finding finding that balance for you and where you're at. I did for a long time, um, the constantly selling. And then as I grew my audience, then I was able to do the open and close. And I feel like the open and close works really well. Like once you have a program that works, that works and gets results, mm-hmm. um, and you have an audience and you have a method for selling it, that is really effective and you can make enough money with one launch to then go a few months without launching something else. I like that you said that because again, I think some, like some people think you can do the launch model, but you said it perfectly. Like you started one-on-one coaching consistently. So you started growing your audience and launching becomes a better solution when you have the audience built up and then you, that you can like, Hey guys, I'm opening this and then it's closing. Maybe you can do a group program and run it in that structure when would you say is that point where someone's like, okay, I'm ready to start doing launches? Yeah, I think that you need some things in place. So you need to be able to, I, I think like the the pages and the the business structure. So in terms of you know, wait lists, opt-in pages, you need to be able to do um, some kind of event that you can build people towards. So I, I used to do um, boot camps a lot or like, you know, like Facebook lives where you do like three Facebook lives, you invite everybody to the group, you do the lives for and free. Then, yep. You okay. do it for free. You can do it for paid. Uh, you can do paid. I, I'm like very just like ch- scrappy and I like to try new things. So um, one thing that I found a lot of success with health coaching, and I still sometimes do it with um, business coaching for like my higher ticket stuff is I'll do a paid workshop or a paid event mm-hmm. and then through people will pay for that. And so it kind of qualifies them. It tells me, okay, these people are actually serious. And then we'll do the workshop and it will be intimate like 10 people, and then I'll upsell them to a higher ticket. So, you know, something, you know, health coaching, I would say you'd want it to be above like 2,500. Um, and like business coaching, it's like, um, like $15,000 package. And so that works really well. So that's paid. Um, but in terms of like just starting 
to get into launching, doing like a free three-day event, something like that, that can be really helpful um, when you're kind of just getting into launching because it allows you to connect with all of these people. Um, and then, you know, they get a taste of your teaching style, which I think is really important when it comes to coaching. And then from there, you can go into um, your launch, you can open cart. And so I think that if you're like, okay, am I ready for a traditional launch? Like, do you have the capacity to do all of these steps? Like, do you have the capacity to, you know, um, fill up a Facebook group, have an opt-in, have the emails, like have all of that going? Because honestly, like when you are just starting, it's a lot easier to do one Instagram post or one, you know, live video and say, Hey, this is what I do. This is, you know, my coaching style. Like if you're interested, send me a DM. Like that is honestly how a lot of our coaches, they are, they're in IIN, they're like at the six month point and they, they made $5,000 in one month from like Mm -hmm. one video. Like it can literally be that easy. So like make it easy until you're like, okay, now I'm ready to scale this. Yeah. And I definitely want to dive into maybe like give two examples, like super simple, which we can, we can go through it now. Um, I'll ask my other question later, but let's maybe break it down and give an example for a lot, you know, launching for, to fill a one-on-one coaching Mm -hmm. and then launching to sell a course. Mm -hmm. What would that structure look like? Yeah. Okay. So super simplified, like maybe not even opt-in pages. Should we do that? Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I feel like if I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't sell a course without an opt-in page. So let's do one-on-one coaching and then we'll do that. Yeah. So one-on-one coaching to fill one-on-one coaching, honestly, I would, and, and I teach this and launch coach grow like a four part framework for, um, filling up one-on-one coaching, creating your signature program and filling it up, launching it in five weeks. So like my thing is rapid. Like I want to get you out of imposter syndrome and get you actually like working with clients. And so for one-on-one coaching and launching it, like I want to make sure that you have um, your program, like we're going to assume that you have your program dialed in, you're very clear on it. And from there, like what I would do is I would create a Google doc and I would write down and I'd get really clear on like the transformation, like the promise of your, your one-on-one coaching, like what is like the transformation. And then I would get clear on the objections that like your ideal client has, like what are like the reasons why they say like, oh, this won't work for me or I've tried Mm -hmm. this before, whatever they are, I would get really clear on those. And then I would also get really clear on the mindset that your ideal client needs to have in order for them to sign up to work with you. And I would create content based on those things. I'd create content on social media based on those things. And because I think one of the biggest mistakes coaches make when it comes to their social media content is not overcoming objections and not Mm. speaking to um, the mindset that their ideal client has. You know, a lot of times people will tell me like, oh, I did a discovery call and um, she didn't sign up. So, um, and then I'll be like, okay, well, was she an ideal client? And she'll be like, no, she wasn't an ideal client because she didn't sign up. Well, that's not true. Just because they don't (laughs) sign up, like that doesn't mean that they're not an ideal client, you know? And so I think coaches at the beginning can 
be like, I'll take anyone, like anybody who wants to hire me, I'll take them. And they go into it with that mindset. And so they start attracting with their social media posts, people who are looking for cheap or free um, things because they're like, well, anybody who I can work with and help, like I want to, which I always say like our coaches are are givers. They just want to give, 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 which I love that about them, but it can lead to burnout and it can lead to doing this work, building this business and working with people that you don't actually enjoy and creating like you leave, you want to leave your job because you don't love it. And then you create this business where you're like, I don't really love this and the people either. And so it's like, what's the point, you know? So really speaking to like who you actually want to work with, like, what are those characteristics? What do they believe? What, what, um, do you guys have in common? Like those kind of things, speaking to that with your social media content. So going back to the question, simple one-on-one filling that up. Like I would have that and I would create content for that. And I would also, and I would just use social media. Honestly, I would just use Instagram, Facebook, um, maybe like some emails, like letting people know, um, what you're doing, letting them know about your program. I love a bonus. I know like with launching, I know Courtney at the beginning, you're like, Oh, I don't know how I feel about launching. I don't really like it. Um, and I know that a lot of coaches feel like some of the launch strategies are salesy or misguided, misleading in terms of like closes tonight or like limited number of spots. But with one-on-one coaching, you do have a limited amount of spots. I don't want to see you guys trying to get 20 clients. That's too many. Like your Mm -hmm. pricing is way too low. If you feel like you need, I once had a client, she's like, okay, I need to get 25 clients to leave my job. I was like, no, like there's something, the math is off here. This is not going to work. So, um, you do have limited spots. So that is a sense of urgency. That is a reason for somebody to sign up, but I love a bonus. I love an expiring bonus and I love an expiring bonus that speaks to the reason why somebody says this won't work for me. So Mm -hmm. to give you an example, one of my clients, she, um, helps women go plant-based and lose weight and prevent disease. And one of the biggest objections that her people have is my kids. She's a mom. My kids are picky eaters. They will not eat plant-based. And so she has a bonus that allows, um, that gives healthy recipes that even your pickiest of eaters will eat on a plant-based diet. And so that that. helps overcome that objection. So I think that, um, I think that an expiring bonus, a reason for somebody to sign up right away can be really helpful. Yeah. I like that. Okay. So breaking it down into what would a simplified launch structure be for a course? Yeah. So I, again, I'm really, I I think that doing the, the one-on-one first, because I do think when you start to sell courses, it's not as simple. It be, it does naturally become more complicated. So, um, you know, if you have the following, and I think that's why it's really important to create a community before doing a course, because it just makes it so much easier. You already have all of these people who are interested in it. So I like a, it is a webinar. I like to always call it like a masterclass or an intensive or something, you know what I mean? But like in marketing, what it is. Yeah. Let's just call it what it is. It's a webinar. I like a webinar. I like like a free training. Um, I think that that is like really effective and really powerful, but it, that does, you, you, you need a lot of setup for that in terms Mm -hmm. of, um, sense of urgency and funnel and emails and things like that. So 
you can totally do like, if we're talking simple, you could do a, um, like a waitlist page, like build a waitlist and really build hype and excitement about it and really talk about it and get your audience excited. And then, um, do a really fun thing on like the first day. This has worked really well for me. I was so surprised doing one thing that we do for one of our programs is on the first day of enrollment, the first person who signs up, we give them their spot in the course for free. And then we also give them $150 cash and, and people know that it's coming. And I think that that is probably the, the one thing that I'd say, if you want like your course to do really well, build hype before, because everybody in our audience, our community, they know when that's happening, they're aware of it like a week before I'm like really building hype for that. So, um, I would say build hype for your course that will make a really big difference. Yeah. And I think you could apply if you wanted to not use the funnels, like you could apply the same like content and then instead of sell them to one-on-one coaching, Hey, like here's a course again, I don't know how well that will do depends on your audience, but Um, I think you're right. Like once you get into courses, the funnels become more important, Um, especially if you want to automate your business. You could do it all manually, but why when you have all these amazing tools? Yeah, I I agree. I think to the thing with courses and and I did this a lot with um, my health coaching business. And I, I think that, you know, you can do this too when just starting out is actually charge more for your course. And you have to, um, you know, play with like, what's the transformation? What's the value? We could do a whole nother um, podcast on pricing, but um, if you can get the price of your course up higher, then you could do some more of the organic and you would have to sell less courses to reach Mm -hmm. your goal. The problem with courses a lot of times is they're lower ticket. And so in order to hit your goal, you have to sell more of them. And so that's when, you know, the automation comes in and you want like the funnels and you want the numbers in order to reach the revenue goal. That's why I just, I don't, I've never gotten on the membership bandwagon. I just like, it's more work for yeah. less money yeah. and you have to sell more people. Just not my thing. <laughs> so, so I hear you. I agree. A lot of coaches come to me and they want to do that because it's enticing, right? Absolutely. To have this. But I will say so, for some reason, even though I agree with you, we always end up getting in the membership model. So when I was health coaching, had a membership, and now we have a membership. And the reason why I think I'm so drawn to it, and I think a lot of our coaches are too, is because of the community. Yeah. It, it builds such a tight-knit community. So if we can think about it instead of income, and I think that it's important that we, with business, we think about income and revenue because it is a business. But I also think we have to think about impact too. Yeah. And like the, the work that we're doing, the transformation and having these membership models usually come with this community that is so powerful and gets really great transformations. When I think now that you say that a lot of people that I know who have started and then eventually got to a membership, maybe if I'm looking at this, how I would look at it, 
they got to a point where they are running like maybe a well-oiled machine. I hate to call it that way, but you know, um, and they have a good team that supports them. So they can now have the energy and the time to put into a membership. That's how I would see like me being able to do a membership is like, okay, I know everything over here is running. This is like a passion project, community building, not in it for the money type of thing. I, that's where I could see memberships really coming in to play. hundred percent, hundred percent. I would not recommend it. Brand new coach, no big audience community. Okay. I'm yeah. going to do a membership model. And <laughs> honestly, when I was health coaching, um, I had a, um, a mentor say like, Sarah, I do not want you to do a membership model for your health coaching business until you have 10,000 people on your email list. And I did yeah. not listen. <laughs> I did not listen. <laughs> that is that is how it goes though, right? Yeah, like, it does. As, you have to as, learn for yourself. You have to. I mean, how to. many times have our parents told us things and years go by and then we learn and they're like, I told you that. Like we just needed to hear it from someone else or figure it out on our own. I, I work with my husband, Peter, and he always, every time I get off a call with like my coach, I'm like, dude, best idea. Listen oh, to what you no. said. It was so good. He's like, I literally have been telling you that. I'm like, yeah. I've never heard those words come out of your mouth. I've literally never. He's like, it's fine. He's like, this is why we have coaches because you need somebody yeah. outside of us, outside of our business to share these things. Yeah. We just listen to people we don't fully know. Yeah. How weird is that? That sounds yeah. weird, um, but it's true. Um, okay. So you talked about this a little bit, um, but what are some other common struggles or mistakes that you see people using when launching? Mm. Okay. So not building the hype. I think that that is important. Um, you've got to build excitement. It, it can't be you create the course or you create the one-on-one program, it's finished. And then all of a sudden you're like, here it is. Like the yeah. buildup is so important. Let your audience build it with you. Let them create it with you. I think that we get, and I have done this so many times, like going back to like making mistakes and learning from them where I feel like I need to have it all perfect before I can share it. Yeah. And I feel like um, I'm so attached to the program. I love the program. I'm obsessed with the program. The program is great, but that's actually the wrong focus. We want to focus on the people, right? Mm -hmm. We want to focus on the person who has the problem. That is now what I'm obsessed with. If coaches come to me and they're like, you know, this program, it's not working for me. The program's gone. Yeah. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like the, I need to create a new program. I need to create a program that works for the people who have the problem that I can help them with. And so I think like and when you create your first program, like it's really hard because you're like, oh, this is my baby. I spent so much time. So like my you advice need be, to like it. <laughs> yeah. My advice would be like, don't spend time creating your program alone. Create mm. it with your community. Create it with your audience. Um, ask for feedback along the way. Show them what you're doing. They will get excited and then they will want to be part of it. They will want to support you. So don't feel like you have to have it figure it out, done before you can talk about it. I think that's like such a big mistake. Yeah. And I'm glad you talked about that because that kind of leads into my next question of there's so many different options as like how long a launch should be. Mm -hmm. um, my first question is, can you clarify for our listeners does the launch include, because people hear like open cart, closed cart, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, 
well, how, how long is a launch? Like, mm-hmm. what does this actually look like? Can you give us a breakdown? Like week one is hype week, week two, mm-hmm. you know, how do they know how long a launch should be? That sort of thing. Yeah. And I think that this is why it is kind of tricky to explain because it depends on what, what we do and launch coach grow is we really look at audience size, okay. what, what you are launching and like how many people you're wanting to get into it. Because, um, if it is a course launch and you're wanting to get more people into it, we want a longer launch window, right? Okay. Like we want what is more like too time. long. Um, I would say, so again, like it just kind of goes to like your team and burnout. Um, because if the launch is too long, what happens is you get tired of talking about it. You're over it. You want to be done and you don't have the right energy. I'm a firm believer in giving yourself more time with launch and I'll get like more specific, but I believe you should give yourself, especially the first handful of launches until it is like Courtney said, a well-oiled machine until that time. And you really figured out the amount of time you need to launch. Like, I think you should give yourself more time than you think. So that way you can take rest in the launch. It's not like back to back to back. You don't burn out. Um, and then also you will learn new things. You'll learn like, Oh, I should have had a bonus about this or, Oh, everybody's confused about this. I need to make a video on this and you'll have time to do it. And then also if anything goes wrong, like your website goes down, which has happened to me. Um, you know, you'll have time to be like, Oh, we still have, you know, two days left. It's fine. So I think at the beginning, you should give yourself more time than you think. Um, but again, it's true, not too much time. So I would do like, if I'm doing a course launch, I would do a two week, like build up to get people into, um, the webinar or the free Facebook group or what have you. But again, it does depend on, um, like how, how many people you want to get into it. Cause the more people you're getting into it, depending on how much you're comfortable spending ads, if you are doing ads like that is going to vary. But I would say like two weeks, whether you're doing organic or paid is usually a good amount of time to get enough people into like the, the freebie, the event, the thing that you're doing. And I love like one big event, um, Mm -hmm. per launch. Like I love like a webinar or a live things. And then from after that, then we're doing, um, like a week of open cart where we are doing like all of that content that we created, overcoming objections, the mindset content, um, and doing that as well. So, so I would do like two weeks pre-launch, I call it. Talk about Um, it, get the hype. Yep. What is it? Oh my gosh, what's coming? Show yep. behind the scenes, that yep. sort of stuff. Exactly. Exactly. And then you're saying once a uh, cart opens, which simply just means people can sign up. Yep. They can um, buy. Yeah. So you're pumping out content like consistently, you're kind on. of going over objections. Yep. You are on for that time. And honestly, like even before like the two weeks, I think if you're, um, if you're listening to this and you're a solopreneur, you're a coach and like, you're really in it, you're doing the work, like let people, like, I like a wait list too, like a wait list before. Um, so let people know, like if you're working with Courtney on your sales page, like show them a little like sneak Mm. peek, you know, beforehand, like I don't think that, I don't think that there's too early to be talking about something and like letting people know it's coming. I don't want you to get burnt out and be like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. But like, if you're excited and usually, at least for me, when I'm creating something, like I'm so pumped on it, like that's when I would 
take stories or a screenshot or write a post. Um, and you can even save them, right? Like with stories, you don't have to post them right away. So you could even save it for when it gets closer. But um, yeah, I, I definitely recommend giving yourself more time with a launch, especially like the first like one to three launches. And then also just like building the hype, like it will go a really long way. And I think a lot of people make the mistake of, oh, I launched, I don't have to create content anymore. And then you do it again. And then your audience gets, they start to pick up on the pattern and like, oh, she's only doing content for me when she's trying to sell something. So don't make the mistake. I'm sure you've seen that. But like you consistently give value. You're maybe just pushing it a little heavier on your stories, posting a little more during launch phase. Yes, yes, yes. And the thing too, like if you are one of like, we were talking about it earlier in the phase where you're selling more. So maybe you have your one-on-one coaching, but then maybe you have a mini course. I love a mini course Mm. um, to really get people a taste of like your teaching style and like warm them up. Um, So maybe you're kind of like selling more frequently than doing just like a launch and then like no launch. And so in order not to like burn people out and feel like this is just salesy, you do want to add value in your posts. Like, so my thing is always like, I want people, whether or not they sign up, they take something away from the content that I'm creating. Yeah. Yeah, If you're creating content for you, you're in the wrong business. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For Um, sure. Okay. So we've opened cart for a week. Mm-hmm. And then what happens after that? Done? Launch is over? Yeah. So here's like an insider tip, you guys. If you are selling one-on-one coaching or something like that, like you can close the cart. But if somebody reaches out, because a lot of my coaches, they are like, what if like this person wants to work with me? And it's not like you are the boss. So you can, a lot of times after the cart closes, people will be like, Hey, like I missed it. I just saw this. Like, do you have room? If you have room for another client, like you can totally say yes and you can let them in. Right. Um, so I always like to say that because I don't want you guys turning down money. If it's like you wanted to make more money, you close the cart and then two of these perfect clients came. Um, so be open to that, be open to opportunities coming your way. So yeah, then what I would do cart closes, I would put up the waitlist page, right? Cause okay. people are going to have that link and they're going to be, um, they're going to still be going to that. It, it never fails. I don't know about you, Courtney, but my business every time close the cart. So oh, the late bloomers, <laughs> it's like, Oh my God, I just saw this. I can't miss it, please. You know? Yeah. Um, so people are going to, some people will reach out to you and then you can make that decision. But a lot of people will just go to the page. And so you need to do something with it. And so I would do a wait list, um, for that. And if you have a course going, then you could, the people who are on the wait list, then you could have, and it's automated, then it could go to, um, True. the, the funnel. Right. And, and then, the, you know, like sign up for the wait list, here's something in the meantime. Um, I think another thing, what was I going to say? Like you could show behind the scenes of the actual course or coaching once a cart has closed to get people kind of excited for the next launch. I think that's an behind the scenes stuff is so easy to create the hype. Yeah. 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 I love Um, it. I love it. Okay. Last question. What, what would you say like maybe two big things not to do when Mm. launching? Mm, 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 mm. That's so good. Not to do. Don't undercharge 
Mm, Even if it's your first one, even if it's your first program, okay? Like the amount of money you've made so far with your business, it doesn't matter. The thing that matters is the impact that you can have, the transformation that you can have. So don't charge less. Coaches have this mindset and I did too. It's it's so unrealistic where it's like, I'm going to charge less for my program and I'm going to get more people. Your first handful of launches, you're going to get the same amount of people. Yeah. No matter what so you charge. <laughs> yeah. So charge more. You're going to be so much happier. It's going to be more work, not to scare you off, but it's going to be more work than you think it's going to be because you're learning all of these things, right? So I think the biggest mistake I see is coaches way undercharging for the amount of work that they're going to be doing. That is a big one. And then the second one would be not sticking with it long enough. So the reason that I'm so big on building hype and doing things on the first day is because I find that if you get sales on the first day, it boosts your confidence and it allows you to be more confident for day two of promoting or day Mm -hmm. three. And I always tell my clients, if one person signed up, there are more people who will sign up. Like you just got your validation. So I would say like, whatever you can do to build the hype and get people excited and get somebody signed up on the first day, that is going to be really big. But if they don't sign up on the first day, like see it through troubleshoot, ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask why haven't you signed up? You know, like, do not be afraid to ask that post that I had a client once and she was like, yeah, but if I post that people will think nobody signed up. And I'm like, no, they're not in your business. Like, you know what I mean? Like they are not thinking all of like the negative stories that you're telling yourself. Like they're not thinking that at all. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's really good advice. Oh, we died. We got into some good golden nuggets. Like I always like to say, um, okay. So before we get into where people can find you, I always like to ask these two questions. What's one book that has had the biggest impact on you and why? So one of my books, I don't see it on my shelf. I know I was looking at that. (laughs) Yeah. We're doing a video. I don't know where it is. It should be on there. It'd be perfect. So I am such a huge fan of the success principles. Have you read it? No, I haven't. By Jack Canfield. It is not as um, sexy, I would say, as some of like the new age entrepreneur books, but it is full of all of these little nuggets in terms of what you can do to stay persistent, how you can show up, how you can, you know, be a good person, make change in the world. It is so powerful. Um, I highly recommend it. And for me, one of the things that um, really stuck out to me, and I read this, you know, when just getting started on um, my health coaching business was kind of about rejection, you know, because it's really easy to take things personally um, when you're selling essentially like yourself, you know, you're putting yourself out there and people are saying no. And one of the success principles is no just means next opportunity. And I just like, it just like hit me. And so I highly recommend that book if you haven't read it. Yeah. I always say the sooner that you can become comfortable with rejection, the more that you'll succeed. That's truly what entrepreneurs like. You gotta, how am I going to get rejected today? (laughs) Yeah. You you have to have a thick skin, which is crazy because a lot of us are empaths too. And so we feel everything and we're like, Oh gosh, that hurt. Yeah, that hurt. (laughs) But yeah, you got to just pick yourself back up and go to the next opportunity. Yeah. What is one piece of advice you would tell your younger self? Mm. Trust the process. Also a good one. Yeah. We're just going to leave it there. 
No, I could, I could elaborate. I wasn't sure. I, I do like, it, quick, itself, I do like, that's I know so good. I do. I do the quick fire, but I, I guess if I was going to elaborate on that, I would just say so many times I want to make things fit together and I want an explanation for them and a story for them. But at the time yeah. I, I can't see it. I can't see the big vision. I can't see the big picture. And I stress myself up, stress myself out and cause myself anxiety for all of these things that in the end they work out perfectly. Yeah. So yeah. trust the process. Love that. Love that. Well, cool. Where can people find you? I'm on Instagram. I'm loving Instagram still. Uh, so they can find me at Sarah underscore Hagstrom. Um, that's the place that I would say, come on over. You can send me a DM and let me know what you liked from the show. Perfect. We'll go ahead and include those links um, in the show notes. Anything else that you want to share? Anything uh, exciting you're working on? Anything exciting? What's going on with us? We are launching a new masterclass sharing the framework that I kind of talked about today. So I can share okay. the link with you for that. Um, it just, it, it kind of walks you guys through, uh, how to create a signature program. So if you're listening, you're like, Oh, I, like I do want to have something sell, but I don't have it. Um, a signature program that gets results and how to create it and launch it in five weeks. So rapid. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely include that. Send us and then we'll put it in the show notes. Cool. Well, thank you for coming on. Hope you guys enjoyed. It was a pleasure getting to chat with you. And we also did a podcast swap. So be sure to uh, plug your podcast. Yeah. So my podcast is Why Can't I? And we're going to do a giveaway. So definitely um, check out our Instagrams and we will, um, I'm, I'm going to give away uh, Launch Coach Grow, the course. So if you oh, guys perfect. want a chance to go through the course, yeah, um, we'll pick a winner for that. Yeah. And I'm giving away, um, one of my Instagram story templates to help you sell your program. So that's perfect. Um, awesome. Well, thanks for coming on and I will catch you guys in the next episode. As always, thanks for listening. And if you love this podcast, don't forget to subscribe or leave a review on iTunes and share it with a friend or on Instagram to help support the show. If you want additional resources to help you grow your business, you can find them on my website at CourtneyMarieCo.com or below in the show notes.